Hi, it's Pete Bryce, and my podcast is a bit special today. Trevor was one of my oldest listeners and used to ring in regularly. I would love to find some of my old listeners who used to talk sense like Trevor does. And Trevor is from the real world, so he has an opinion. If you are one of those people, do get in touch with me, please. But anyway, sit back and listen to Trevor on my podcast on Liverpool Live. Liverpool Live. How's your health? Um, I'm, I'm recovering uh, a bit too slowly for my liking, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely recovering, so that's good. That's an age thing, Trevor, you know. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> you have an operation and then the next day you go, right, I'm ready, let's go. Let's go and play bowls. <laughs> but we can't, we can't. Trevor, the world is falling apart. It's, um, I, I, I'm sure you've got some points. It'd be nice to mention, see what you think about Dominic Cummings. We'd nice to see what you think about the fact that people aren't getting their jabs uh, and generally, and your own subject. So what do you want to talk about? Okay. So uh, I'll start with something a, a bit um, a bit out of politics and just say how thrilled I've been in the last week to get back to the cinema. Ah, what have you been to see? Uh, so I've been to see two films, um, Judas and the Black Messiah, which is about uh, the Black Panthers in Chicago yeah. in the late 60s. Uh, very well acted. Um, quite disturbing in, in, in places. Over and, and a brilliant performance by Martin Sheen uh, as J. Edgar Hoover. Oh, wow. uh, almost unrecognisable Martin Sheen. Wow. But a brilliant performance. But the, the one I would really recommend is uh, Nomadland, which was... I've seen it. Uh, have, have you seen yeah. it? Yeah, go on, talk oh, about I it, talk it, about it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I mean, Frances McDormand is a, a terrific actor, um, and I think she was great in this. Uh, and what was amazing was the way the director used a combination of actors, but actually members of, of the nomad community. Yeah, yeah. These are people, for anyone who hasn't seen it, these are people who travel around America basically in camper vans um, and, and kind of form a, a community together. And the combination of the great acting and real people, I just thought worked brilliantly. I was really taken with it. I think you're totally right. I found it very depressing, but great to watch it was interesting to see how many of those people are doing it because they want to not because they have to there are a group that have to but most of them do it because they want to yeah and and the the other thing was uh, i was particularly pleased Uh, it looks brilliant in the cinema Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's it's fine at home but it looks brilliant in in the cinema the landscapes and so on i was particularly pleased that francis mcdormand when she got one of her awards uh, said please go and see it in the cinema uh, and, yeah, and, uh, I yeah. Well, you know me. I'm like you. I like the big screen. I always have to. The only criticism I will make. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be one of my criticisms, is it was perfect, but I wish she hadn't have gone to the toilet quite so many times. <laughs> it was a bit horrendous in a camper van, and she left no- nothing to the imagination. No, there was, there was one scene without going into too much detail in which yep. she's actually cleaning yes. the facility. Absolutely. And that could turn your stomach. It was indeed. I actually put my burger down. So, anyway... <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I'm glad you've been back to the pictures. Now, was it um, spaced out in the cinema? It, it, it was spaced out. I mean, I, I generally go to Fact in, in Liverpool, to, to uh, Picture House yeah. Fact in Liverpool, and, and it was well organised. It was well spaced out. I tend to go to matinees. Um, I guess there were about 30 people in the yeah. particular screen, uh, well spaced out, and it's just good to be back. And did you know they're building a cinema in Hoylake? Indeed. Yeah, uh, very indeed, excited uh, about the, the old town hall. Absolutely. I, I'm w- watching the, the progress uh, with anticipation. Yep. It's going to be a combination of apartments and, and yep. retail, leisure and cinema. And uh, it's progressing, so the sooner the better. As well as yep, couldn't agree with you more. So on a serious note, first of all, I've got to ask you, what's your opinion of Dominic Cummings? Well, um, I couldn't stand the guy when he was in government. Um, I listened not to the whole seven hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I listened to um, summaries of what he said. Uh, a lot of it, I think, was clearly him getting his own back mm-hmm. uh, for, for his departure and, and all of that. But there were things in there that I, I have worried me, and I think the particular one I would single out... Um, was the issue of care homes. Um, I'm aware, of course, it was unprecedented and people were trying to juggle all sorts of things at the the same time. But I I think people were definitely under the impression uh, that more was being done in terms, for instance, people being discharged from hospital into care homes. Yeah, yeah. I think people were definitely left with the impression that, that in general, they were being tested. Uh, And it has emerged that certainly in the early days, a lot of them went. uh, And there was a big issue about PPE for care homes. So, I mean, that's the thing I would pick out among several. No, I think that's interesting, Trevor. What I would say in answer to that is, um, and I'm no no lover of uh, anybody in this government, but I would say both those issues, you know, it was an unknown quantity. And, you know, they mightn't have known that that PPE was getting there and they mightn't have known they were getting tested. And that's not defending them in any shape or form. I think the whole world, I mean, Singapore was very, very advanced and now they're going back into lockdown. So, yeah. you know, the yeah. point I'm making is it is unknown territory. Oh. And I think um, Dominic Cummings had no right to do it now. If he was any sort of human being, he would have waited. It's evidently he's acting like a scorned lover that wants to uh, get his own back on somebody. And that's what upset me about uh, him. Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely wants to get his own back. And uh, we will further down the line, and maybe you're right, maybe, maybe it should have waited, and we will further down the line get a, an inquiry in, in, into what happened. But I, I'm genuinely saddened by the fact that yeah. I believe that, that some people died unnecessarily, and I think to that extent, that that's my view. But yep. we'll 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 see what the inquiry uh, brings up. But you're right; a lot of it was about his um, wanting to get his own back and 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 being uh, effectively thrown out of Downing Street and, yeah. and so forth. The so Times did a wonderful piece on him uh, on the front page the other week, which uh, the other day, which was brilliant. It was just just made me roar with laughter. It was just a very very clever written piece. Uh, because he's he's not the most liked man in the world. 
no <laughs> I, think, I think that's definitely fair fair to say interested in what you said about um greta thunberg and, and climate change now i haven't seen that particular interview mm-hmm. uh, and, and just to say where i stand on climate change yeah, yeah. um i think it is an issue that, that, that clearly needs to be tackled. It, it's a question of how it's tackled and how quickly. And let me give you an example. You'll probably have heard that the government here is planning that all gas boilers uh, have to go, which may well be a, a, a good ambition, but that they're talking about no new gas boilers being allowed to be fitted within, I think, three, four years' time. And they're talking about existing gas boilers being removed, I think, within 10 years. And the problem with that is the replacement uh, for gas boilers is very expensive. Um, It may come down a bit, you know, when volume increases, but it's very expensive and it will be more expensive to run. So let me interrupt you. What is the replacement for them? I don't know. Uh, I think it's either hydrogen or, or some kind of electric heat pump. Uh, and I don't know technical Goodness. details of either, except I've read that they're, they're being developed. I think hydrogen has still some way to go before it's clear how well it would work. But they're being developed, but certainly all the experts I've heard have said it, it will be expensive and, and running it, it will be more expensive because, of course, gas is cheaper than electricity. So it, how do you fund that? And I suppose the other thing on climate change is... Oh, do you, no, just stay there a yeah. sec because I've got to tell you, you've co- totally thrown me into turmoil. I'm about, sadly, to get a new gas boiler because my other one keeps breaking down. Now I'm in turmoil, Trevor. Thanks. Oh, dear. <laughs> and it's all down to me. <laughs> and it's all down to you. I'm going to get you in the cinema. <laughs> go on, you were carrying on about climate. <laughs> and, and the other thing about climate change is uh, it's all very well us taking the lead and there are some of the countries that are coming with us and America is now coming with us now that Trump has departed. Um, but there are a lot of countries that aren't and it's all very well us taking a lead. But other places, I mean, Brazil, um, look at what Bolsonaro is doing yeah. in Brazil and the, the chopping down of rainforest and all, all of that, which is appalling. Um, look at what's happening in China in, in terms of, of, of uh, CO2 emissions and so on. So We're a tiny little country. What, what difference can we make? Well, uh, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I I want to end up in that direction, but the only way to do it, I think, is to take, effectively, the world with us. And at the moment, we're we're taking part of the world with us, but not enough, I suppose, is what I'd say. No, it's interesting you say that, and and I've got to finish up with this one with you, because I'm very curious to see what you think. You know we've got Dennis on next. Um, Uh, I'm the warm-up act. uh, You are indeed, but what a great warm-up act. Uh, we're talking about the vaccine minister um, talking yeah. about um, 
making it compulsory. Dennis has put here, with three million people dead in the world from this virus, and actually they say it could be more like six million dead, with 129,000 dead in England, and the whole thing is horrendous, and it's imperative to save everybody's life, that people must be vaccinated. It's a nonsense if they don't. These anti-vaxxers are just oh. dreadful. It's just yeah. deadly, and they've got to do something about it. What do you say? Well, I, I absolutely agree about anti-vaxxers. Um, I, I, I'm appalled by, by the stuff that comes out. And actually, going on a very slight tangent, did you know 15% of Americans believe all the QAnon conspiracy theories about Satan-worshipping child traffickers controlling the media? 15% of America's, Americans believe that. But anyway, an, anti-vaxxers spreading... Uh, lies uh, and misinformation. I'm appalled. I, I, I have a. I'm not quite sure, if I'm honest, Pete, where I stand mm-hmm. on making yeah, yeah. NHS. It's a di- it is a difficult one. I know what you mean. But if they are in hospital, you don't go into hospital to get it. So no, if you can't be looked after by people who have had the injections, no, exactly no. the same as nursing homes. Because yeah. here, a nursing home, they're not, uh, they don't have to have it. And then before, my friend couldn't visit her mother and she'd had two jabs. That made a nonsense of it. Yeah, no, no I, 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 I do understand. <laughs> As sometimes is the case, I'm slightly sitting on the fence, but mm-hmm. o- only in the sense that I would like to think that absolutely everything had been done to persuade people to do it before we went down a, a road of compulsion. And there may be a, a small number of people who, for various health-related reasons, can't have it done. But I, I would like to think, try persuasion as much as possible, but anti-vaxxers wind me up big style. Absolutely. It really annoys me. Absolutely. Do me a favour, don't leave us along this time. All right, Pete. All right, Trevor. Great to talk to you. Great to talk to you. That's Trevor. By the way, any of you lovely listeners who were regulars like Trevor was, I'd love you to come on. You only have to get a hold of me uh, on email. We would love you to come on. We'd love to have a little... It's not a phone-in anymore, but we'd love some of you back on. If you enjoyed Trevor and all my other podcasts, why not subscribe? Because it's free and we can spend time together. Go on, you know it makes sense. Liverpool Live.